Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the From the Finney podcast with Ollie, Jimmy and me, Jake. We're going to discuss tonight's win against Reading before we look ahead to Rotherham at the weekend. Evening, fellas. Are we good? I'm going to guess yes and yes. Fantastic. Question for you both. Yes, it is a good evening tonight, Jimmy. Um... Did anyone forget about the penalty miss at the end of the game? No. no? Oh, I did. No. Anyway, um, Emil Reese, lads. Four starts, won two penalties, got man sent off, scored a goal. Superb. Absolutely superb. Yeah, I think, um, obviously highlighted before the game that Liam Moore was going to be injured um, at centre-back. And I think McIntyre coming in, Reese has absolutely killed him, any tonight. Yeah, absolutely destroyed him for pace, movement. Obviously, won the penalty off him, then absolutely did him for the goal. Um, what a performance as well from Reese tonight! Just running in the channels, pressing, bringing others into play. Nice to get a goal as well on his weaker foot. Um, so yeah, another top class performance from him. I think after the Millwall game, people were jumping on him a little bit. Saw a few silly comments, but our fans being reactive. Never. Yeah, off the mark now, and um, yeah, led the line superbly. I would great, say, great I would say, getting off the mark would hopefully do his confidence some good, but it doesn't look like his confidence has been hit at all. No, I think it was no. probably sensible as well to take him out of the weekend. He looked really fresh tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said before the game, didn't we? We were on a chat, and that's what prompted me to put something on Twitter about changes in the team. And obviously, we all thought it'd be four, five, maybe six changes, and obviously there was and a lot of our fans didn't think there was going to be that many changes tonight but he needed to freshen it up you know we were out on our feet on Saturday and it was clear to see to anyone watching the game that we needed to shake it up and we needed to get some energy back in the team and it was really good to see that tonight and Emil Reese was absolutely fantastic you know yeah. they're, going to be on, they're going to be out Reading until about 11 maybe half 11 just trying to untie that McIntyre <laughs> because he's in, he was in knots weren't he let's be honest and yeah. he's been absolutely run around tonight. Yeah. And it's a good performance. It's a great performance by us tonight. Yeah. Really strong. It's what we've come to expect, isn't it? Away. I thought it might be a little step too far for us tonight, but obviously Sinclair came back in, Potts came back in, Ledson, Jakobsen, uh, Reese, whatever you want to call him. So four really fresh players in the middle of the park. And what Jimmy said before, before we came on air, you don't try and play football against us anymore because we'll just absolutely kill you. And yeah. that's what happened. And it's it's another game where we've scored goals in spells again. We've scored twice in really quick succession. Four minutes, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, so we're just getting on top of teams and they can't handle us. Um, obviously, I thought the penalty miss might be a pivotal moment because sometimes when it's going against you, stuff like that happens. But yeah, well, I think so well. I think the pivotal moment was Story redeeming himself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He had to, didn't he, really? It was a 
he didn't have his greatest game again tonight, Jordan Story. No. I, I know he's had a clean sheet and a 3 0 win, but you know, he got wrong side in, of his man a couple yeah, of times. Individually, and it wasn't that the best, was it? No, I think you know, when, when we're in the team, we're like, oh, that's uh, a worry at the back. But to be fair to him, I think if you look at the team performance, it's fantastic display. Yeah, we could do better a couple of players individually, but. You know, I'm not going to knock the lad tonight because his tackle to make, you know, make amends was absolutely fantastic, um, and it's probably three or four minutes before we score the opening goal, so it's, well, it's, it's a really key point of the game. But but you say that like Dex kept us in the game in the first half, them two saves. Yeah. You know, the second one, it you know, I forgot who had the shot. Was it a Luca when he sort of chipped it over Story and Ledson and then created yeah, half a yard and got the shot off? Yeah, because Story's been sent to a different postcode and then obviously he's got the shot away. <laughs> well, he has. It's, yeah, he has. He's just, he's been completely sent, you know, sent for not dog chips, in, you know, in a different county, really. But yeah, he, he's, it's a good it's save same, by deck. So. It's the same sort of stuff as what we said at the weekend, though. That that Alan Brown scores that chance that he back heels and it's a different game at the weekend. And, and tonight, if if Zhao scores that chance, it's yeah. probably a different, completely uh, different game. Every championship game is the same. It's just, yeah. it's based on moments. Um, Talking of know. moments. Nice. <laughs> you see what I did there? Unbelievable first touch from Scott Sinclair, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I missed the he, moments. I think, I think he's onside as well. Um, yeah, he's, there's no, that screenshot you sent before, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. The right back's playing him on. I was waiting for the flag to go up, to be honest, in real time. But what a touch. Um, great finish as well. And he's just so sharp. Yeah. He's had he's had one moment in the game. Um, you know, and he's well, to be fair, when Reese has won the penalty, there's a nice bit of rotation between Sinclair and Reese, but he's had one moment, Sinclair, and he's tucked it away, scored the first goal. And when we score the first goal under Alex Neal, we don't lose games, so I think that's 67 times now we've scored first under Neil. 45 wins, 20 draws, two defeats. Um, guy, people... guy stole your thunder a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I think there's been a few sources leaking stuff. But um... <laughs> no, in fairness, Guy's obviously just done his research and done it well. But you, you yeah. did send that start about what three o'clock yeah. this afternoon? Yeah, because people, I've seen a couple of people say how boring it is that Neil mentions how important the first goal is, but. It's fucking massive the first goal. Like if you score the first goal, you don't lose the game. So two um, losses, is it? In yeah, two defeats. Sixty-seven. Yeah. Stats speak um, speak for themselves on that, don't they? Like, yeah. I, you know, and I think we've won eleven from when we've been when we've gone behind. So yeah, it's not that's not great. You know the fact, and we've said it, we've harped on it enough on this podcast over the past sort of six to nine months. You know we've got to stop conceding first because it means we've got to score two goals to even have a chance of winning a game. And you know if we can keep clean sheets at Deepdale once come back from this international break, that's so pivotal in terms of where we're going to end up this season because that's a great performance tonight. You know you can't take anything away from the lads. You know I think Ryan Ledson, he's stunned player him. You know and Alan Brown tonight. I think they were both they were both fantastic. Um, it just shows what having a good centre midfield can do. You know, DJ had a decent game as well, but 
Ledson's energy, you know, six tackles, two interceptions, two clearances, an assist. Yeah. He's 23 years old. He's just unreal. Yeah. He's so good, boys. Honestly, he's like, we forget. And that's the midfield tonight that's missing Ben Pearson. It's a, it's a defence that's missing Ben Davis. And it's missing, you know, an actual left-sided fullback in Andrew Hughes. It's got no Patrick Bauer. You know, you've, got, you've only got Darnell there that you'd have probably every week in your back four. Yeah. And they've just gone to the top of the league that hadn't conceded all, all season. And we've put three. We should have probably put four or five past them. Conceded yeah. at hell? home. Yeah. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. Just um, on Ryan Ledson as well. He's he's made the most key passes this season of any central midfielder in the championship that has five or more appearances. So yeah, like you said, what twenty three years old? He's fine. Honestly, his vision, a, his yeah. vision is outstanding. He's just, he's just so good. I did a piece for Lanks Live on Monday. If you don't, know if anyone's read it yet, but I'll tweet. Honestly, yeah, he's just so good at this level. You know, he's really come on leaps and bounds since lockdown. And, you know, I know we've all been a bit critical of Alex Neal in the transfer market, but bloody hell, he's found a cracker there. And obviously, his striker is just, it's what we've been missing for since we lost Big Jordan in it. And, yeah. like, I think, yeah. I think you could say, and then some. Well, he's just got everything. He's, he's 22 years old and he's just got every attribute you'd want from a striker. Yeah. He's pacey, he's decent in the air, he holds it up, holds it up well, he made a couple of lads tonight, he's just got good feet, it's a great finish on his weaker foot tonight as well. He's got, he's got very good, I think he's just got good game understanding, he understands yeah. when to come come deeper, he understands when to run in the channel, pin the defender, you know, play quite a few up-back throughs tonight, um, some good rotations as well, he's just so good. Correct. His defensive work. His defensive yeah. work tonight was great. You know, there's a couple of times in the last 15 minutes of the game where he's dropped into centre midfield and he's, he's worked back. So, you know, yeah. our, our mid block is, is hard to break down. And a couple yeah. of moments as well. He's come back into the box, won a few headers, cleared a few balls. I, really I reckon he's it. also going for the record number of uh, attempted back heels in a 90 minutes for us as well. He's got, I think he's got everything. He just, I reckon there was four or five. Most of them didn't come off. But well, the one in the first half, he's completely missed it, and then he's won the free kick. Won and the he, free kick, yeah. He, just, he uses his body so well. Yeah, it's, it's it's a very good trait being able to win penalties. It sounds cynical, but if you can win five or six of them over the season, it's massive, isn't it? We look at Maguire at the start of last season. Yeah, you know he'd win us a penalty every couple of games. You know, and so far, I mean, what's that tonight? His fifth game, sixth game for us. Four. Fourth start, I think. Fourth yeah. start, two subs because he came on. Yeah. I, I know he didn't really do much on Saturday, and then he came on against Brentford, didn't he? So six six appearances, and he, like you said, he's got a man sent off. He scored. He's won us two penalties. Should have had another as well. Should have had another. Should have had another man sent off. Yeah, the guy, you know, he is yeah. good. Could have, could have scored. Could have scored a couple more as well, couldn't he? Could have scored a QPR. Yeah, you know when he's missed from four yards out. Yeah, like, he's, in he's... the bar against Huddersfield. Yeah. yeah, he's some player him, some player. And I thought Potts as well. I seen a couple of people still aren't that keen on Potts, but to, yeah. 30 seconds before his goal tonight, he's, he's cleared it in his own box. The energy to get box to box there. And Barky's picked him out, but it's actually behind him. Yeah, it's not a good pass. It's a good finish. It's an unbelievable yeah. finish. It's behind him. He's off balance. He's just run 90 yards and he just finished it in the top corner like that. So yeah. I thought Potts... Mate. Potts and Johnson working in tandem in the first half, by the way, um, completely closed down their right side in the build-up. 
fantastic, fantastic work. Um, and if you look at Potts, Don Johnson, Brown and Ledson working as sort of a midfield four, you're not going to get many, many better quartets than that in the championship in terms of intensity. Um, I know DJ missed a pen tonight, but his, his work off the ball was so good as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just another one of them performances. Like, if you can't see what we're doing, like, just... I don't know what to say because... Keep, keep getting asked about what is the process that we should be trusting, don't we? When a team's... The thing is, if you're, if you're playing us now at your home ground, you've got to just set up with five at the back and make it hard for us. You can't keep pushing both full-backs on, getting your wingers inside, you know, opening the game up because we're just going to kill you. I think we've had 40% possession tonight and we've just killed them with, without the ball. Yeah, well, it's frightening. Just, it's like their manager has got that, you know, caught up in the fact that they're top of the league and they're, they're being really clinical with the chances. It's like he's forgot to watch what we're actually about. Because if he'd watched any of our own games, if he's actually studied us in depth, then they'd know that if you go five at the back and you frustrate us for the first hour, then we'll make a mistake and then you can punish us. You know, and Story's yeah. probably made that mistake and he's just they've not punished us tonight because it's a different game if that but if that goal goes in for me, but. It's a bit like Saturday, you know, we score at, at one apiece. It's a different game we're, yeah. we're talking about. Um, but, you know, full credit to them tonight. I'm I'm so happy because, like, I, I think I mentioned it on, on Saturday because I, I don't ever want to see a manager, I don't want to see a manager go without being successful here. But there was a bit, a bit of me was worried, like, because it just felt like the tide was turning a little bit too much against him on social media and stuff. I know it probably wasn't in reality in the club, but I, think, I just hate I think it that's... when it's negative that much because yeah. it's like you start thinking, well, you know, no. how much longer can it can it go on? But just trust in what he's form, doing because form table form table in October we were we were eleventh. George I think as well. George you've... when he came on said the hierarchy would have been laughing at any suggestions. Yeah. Get a grip, people. You've got to remember, social media, and I'm including Facebook and Twitter in this, is just a tiny, tiny segment of our fan base. So oh, yeah. oh, The only issue we have is breaking down back fives. Yeah. And scoring the first goal at home. You know, um, we're, we're a good side, honestly. Question for you both. Do you think Ryan Ledson was lucky not to see red in the first half of that tackle? No. No, come on. Look, laugh. Looks like he's gone through the back of him. Nah. Jake, there's no there's on, no mate. complaint from the player, Jake. Mm, fair enough. The, the only game, red card the that game. could have happened tonight is Samedo when he's smacked Ledson up back at Ed. That's as I, close to a red card as you could have got tonight. I thought Fisher's was worse than Ledson's. Yeah, the oh, one on a, the one on Aluko. Yeah. It's a booking all day long, isn't it? It's the most Darnell Fisher booking I think you'll ever see. What what performance by the way tonight? Oh um, mate. 50% of our attacks came down the right tonight, which was um, a, a league high for us this season. What a player he is. Honestly, oh, just... You just don't you don't realise how good he is until you actually see him everywhere, you know, like when he's actually in the team. Yeah. You know, that's that you've ch- chucked out on Saturday about, you know, the fact we get two points a game when he's playing at home and yeah. 0.8 when he's not. You know, tonight shows you can't... Our, our team is reliant on Darnell Fisher. Yeah, so reliant on him, and it's it's just like it's a massive miss when he's not in the team. He's 
He's he's probably I can't think of many better right backs at the level, to be honest. Um I'm just thinking Adam Smith at Bournemouth's a good right back. But I can't really think of many, many better right backs who I prefer to have. It's Who's just like at Norwich. Aaron's I don't, I'm not sure no. defensively about Aaron's. He's, um, he's, he's a good talent. A few places, he? Yeah, he's a good talent, but... Link with Bayern Munich in the summer, wasn't he? Barca. Barcelona. Barca. Sure, so Bayern as well, but either way. Yeah, but... Not to be sniffed at. Yeah, Darnell's just outstanding. He's just... He gives you absolutely everything. 56 been say, touches. Ollie, 56 me and you have been saying it since now. the podcast started. Yeah, I know. It's, just, I know. it's as simple as he's just a very, very good championship fullback. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, outstanding. I thought Hunter's story dealt with Zhao quite well. I think he got the wrong side a few times and turned him, but individually I was a bit concerned, but well, they've done fine as well tonight. Everything you've gotten shit for from Reading fans this week, incredibly high keeper save percentage, can't carry on, and chance conversion. Can't carry on. Tonight's mm-hmm. prime example of that. And they've, you know, expected points. I think they're about thirteenth. Um, you know, so they've beat some poor sides. Beat Wickham, I think, and Rotherham. Beat Blackburn, did they? Yeah. So, you know, that's us above Blackburn now. By the way, who won the league about a month ago? So, <laughs> so yeah, like Jimmy said. He, Jimmy was confident tonight. I, I thought it might be a bit of a step too far with the walking wounded situation on Saturday, but to be fair, we've freshened it up and 13 points from 15 away from home against some very decent sides, you know. So let's keep going and um, another good chance on Saturday to push into the top half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's, let's, let's not forget, it's still incredibly early. 10 games in. Yeah. And still, by the way, without the two bents. Yeah, you know it's it's easy to forget that because they were, I think that's five games now they've missed. Yeah, but that's you know five games about both Bens and I think we've won three of the last five now. Probably puts us top eight in the form table. Mm. Last five or six games, so you know we're not drawing many. We're, we're winning or losing, but we're picking up the points. You know, on a frequent enough basis that you know people say the away form can't continue. That's three defeats in 19 away now. Yeah. Um, the teams that beat us are either in the Premier League, Fulham and West Brom, or very good championship side in Brentford, who were, when we went there last season, they were, I think they won nine in a row, didn't they? Yeah. So, you know, not we've many, been some... Not many teams do that in the championship. Been, been, been some very difficult venues. Been to Norwich, been to Brentford again tonight. You know, back end of last season, went to some difficult places. Been to Huddersfield a couple of times. So, why can't the away form continue? I think the only reason it will change is if sides do start sitting in a four five four one at home. But how many sides are going to do that? I'm not sure. No, it's like that unwritten rule, isn't it? When teams at home can't do that, but why yeah. can't they do that? There's no fans in the ground. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a bit naive. It's naive, and it's probably a bit stubborn. Yeah, the teams that they've got to play in a certain way. Um. Yeah. I think if you look at our next game, we said, didn't we, get the first six games out of the way and then our our fixtures just seem to pick up a little bit after that. Yeah. You know, you look at these next games, you know, Rotherham, Chef Wednesday, Rovers. Come on, we've got to be looking for at least six, to, six or seven points as a minimum from these, I think. 
you know, a tough game. Don't get me wrong, tough game on on Saturday when we look at it. But tonight we've had the highest XG performance possibly under Alex Neil's reign. Um, I can't find a higher XG at this moment in time. Um, 3.04. Um, even when we played Barnes last season, we put five past them. Our XG was only 3.02. Yeah. So that I, I need to do a bit more digging, but we're only, what, 15 minutes after the game uh, that we're recording. So I've not been able to do full research. Apologies, but that seems like it's probably the highest we've had on Alex Neil, which is yeah. great. For, we've only had four shots on target. No one's a penalty that we've missed. But, yeah. It's, only, um, only three teams have scored more than us now. Um, Brentford have scored 17. Reading have scored 17. And Blackburn have scored 18. So, fourth top scorers in the league. We're so dangerous on, on, on the break, aren't we? Yeah. Potsy should have scored. Potsy should have scored as well when he's... A couple of yards out. Obviously, we've had the penalty. Missed some big chances in other away games as well to extend the lead. Um, and then missed a couple of golden opportunities on the weekend. So, you know, we are creating decent chances. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rotherham, away, uh, yeah Rotherham away on Saturday. Yeah. What we I'm saying? not sure. Is their game finished, by the way? Yeah, it's finished 1-0. Yeah. Um... No harm in losing to a Nathan Jones side. Uh, There's some um, late goals, by the way, tonight in, in the Championship. Wickham won in last minute at Birmingham. Goes to, show, minute. goes to show what a league's about, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, um, anyone can beat anyone on the day, can't they? Let's be honest. And obviously, Chef Wednesday have got off of their, um, their points deduction today, haven't they? They've had that halved. So, they're back into positive numbers. So, Derby right in it now in the drop zone. So, Koku out sooner rather than later, do you reckon? Koku out and Rooney in, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's lined up, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a typical um, Mel Morris sort of situation. But Yeah, I think you know what you're going to get from Rotherham. I think they've been pretty much 4-4-2 slash 4-5-1 in every game. Um, the, their underlying numbers at home have been all right in terms of expected goals and chance creation, but I think they are struggling to get the wins. Obviously, lost at home again tonight, but just lacking quality. I think they got Freddie Ladapo up front um, and Michael Smith, League One strikers, really. Um, just lacking a bit of quality. I like Dan Barlasser in midfield. Plays as sort of a box to box mid, good player. Apart from that, you know, it's society should be beaten, really. Especially, you know, they are going to leave us a few spaces, especially at home. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really it's another big chance to get two wins in a row on the board. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think you look at their form in the first ten games of the season, the two sides have actually beat are in the bottom three at the minute. You know, Wickham first day of the season. Yeah. At Wickham and then Sheffield Wednesday when they beat them three 0 the other week, um, at the New York Stadium. Uh, but obviously Sheffield Wednesday were in a bit of a pickle at that point as well. So yeah, it's um it's gonna be tough, you know. We're never great at Rotherham. I think there was that game where McGeady tore Darnell a new arsehole. Yeah. Um, but that was that was literally it that, that yeah. I can remember was getting anything really at, at Rotherham. I think we went there on New Year's Day. I think Rem did a Metro score. And I think it might have ended a draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Free kick, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. I yeah. think Deck, Deck came in for a bit of stick that day, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we know we'll have to work hard. I think you probably will try and keep as minimal changes as possible. 
Um, but they'll be very direct. So it might become quite a stretch game again, which might suit us. I can't see them really sitting in. Because if they sit in, they don't really have much quality at the top end to cause us many problems. So obviously set pieces, they'll be, they'll be a threat. But the only change you can really see is Bauer coming back in, if he's fit. Or yeah. Davis. Or Ben, yeah. Ben Davis, maybe. But I think he'll try and keep sort of the, the front the front six um, as consistent as possible. And I know we've already touched on Potts, but he's done really well to sort of cement himself a place, hasn't he, this season? Away he's from good, home. Away he's from a good home, player, isn't he? You put him in every week for me, away from home. Yeah. Because yeah. especially tonight, I mean, everyone will look at Rafferty tonight and think Rafferty's had a decent game. But the reason he's had a decent game is because Brad Potts is in front of him and he's doubled up on Elise every time. So yeah. usually it was Potts against Elise and then Rafferty against their fullback. Yeah. So Rafferty's then up against an 18-year-old, you know, lad who's, who's running at him, but running at his right, the, the right side for Rafferty to defend when he's playing at left back. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think Potts did a cracking job last tonight in, in helping out Rafferty. Um, absolutely no end, you know. And it, you know his energy and his his work rate. Yeah, everyone's going to had a bit of a laugh when he had that cross when he just kicked his foot in the first half. But his work rate and his endeavour and he's he's actually decent on the ball. He gets yeah. us moving. People Jimmy, forget I've, that. I've seen people say he loses the ball too much. Tonight he had a higher pass completion than Ledson, uh, Johnson and Brown. So, yeah. I think the genders. That's all it is. No, pass I think com- it... Uh, yeah, I agree. Pass completion doesn't really matter. But it's, it it's when, when people bring it up and say he's loose on the ball and stuff. He's not really... Um, and people seem to concentrate on little micro-events like that missed kick cross. That's what people will remember. And if we'd have lost tonight, they'd have said, Potts was shit, that yeah. cross was shit. So Stuff stuff like that, you just got, I said it at the time, you just got to laugh at it, haven't you? I think Alex Neil knows what Potts brings and that's all that matters, isn't it, really? Exactly. Yeah. It's so good away from home. I think the other thing with Potts and something about pass completion, I was reading an article today, the best players, this is completely different level stuff, but the best players in the world at creativity, their pass completion rates and ball retention rates can be a little bit shoddy because they're actually allowed to express themselves and be creative in the final third. So what would you rather rather him do? Would you rather him just keep the ball and and play it safe and have a high pass completion rate and sort of fluff the stats up? Or would you rather him take chances and try and create things, you know, try and play a ball that takes two or three defenders out of the game. Ledson's fantastic at doing that. Yeah. Ledson's ball, Ledson's, sorry, Ledson's pass attempts percentage to completion is, is, isn't great, but his key passes, he's had more key passes in our team. I think he's double now of anybody else. He was up to 16 on Saturday yeah. when I looked. So he's got th- another three tonight. So that's 19. Potts was on seven. So, you know, he was the next nearest player to him, you know, and Ledson will try and push the agenda, you know, push the ball forward and, and take two or three defenders out of the game yeah. by playing that direct, you know, vertical pass that he's great at. So I, I don't tend to look at pass completion stats because they can Liv- really not tell the full story of a game. Liverpool's head of analysis has come up with um, his own metric, which is a value added um, metric, which tries to get around the pass completion by taking into account other factors like amount of players taken out of the game with one pass or um, 
you know, angle of pass and if it leads to a direct chance. So that's why you often see centre-backs with the best pass completion because they're playing safe sideways passes. So I'm not a big one for pass completion either, but to the normal fan like like us three, we can't really have access to those metrics. So just a little indicator that Potts isn't actually that loose in possession. I think it's a bit, I think it does him a bit of disservice to say that he is. Bit of a mess. Yeah. He's tidy. Saturday then, boys. Predictions. Um, I go two one North End. Can't see another clean sheet, but um, yeah, I think we'll I think we'll have enough again. I'm very confident on the road. I thought tonight might be a step too far, but um, you know, never back against Alex's boys on the road. Jim, on a pace. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. And you'll, if you listen to the podcast, you'll realise where I've gone with the draw. <laughs> what did you say for tonight, Jimmy? Did you say we'd win tonight? No, so two piece tonight. Two piece. Yeah, we'll take the one-one then on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, one-one every day. I'll go for. I'll go for a two-one as well. I think. Yeah, I think a win on Saturday will put us into the top ten going yeah. going into the home game. So. Well, we're 12th now, aren't we? So, yeah. onwards and spots. Yeah, absolutely. Just um, a final mention from me. Have you seen what Alex Neal said about Hunts tonight? I was just no. going to mention that. Oh, he's brilliant. He's a here great lad. I, I know, Ollie, you don't, you're not his biggest fan, but this is a cracking quote, this. He's a great lad. I love Hunts. He heads it, he kicks it, he defends the box with his life. He loves it. It's quality. I think he's just described a League One centre-back, hasn't he, there? <laughs> and on that note, cheers, fellas. Thank you very much. See you Sunday. Yeah, see lights. you Sunday. Well, see you Monday. See you Sunday. Whatever. Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs>